What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Week 6 Fantasy Deep Dive episode of Gridiron Authority Podcast. My name's Keith Thorne. With me, as always, Mike Adams. Mike, what can they expect in this episode? As always, we're going to be going over who to start, who to set, and some sleeper picks you should look out for. Perfect. Let's get it. All right, let's get started with our quarterback projections for week six. Mike, who are your top five quarterbacks? All right, well, I'm starting off, I think, with a pretty obvious one. I'm going Pat Mahomes against the Houston Texans. I know in the the uh, our recap show, I actually picked the Texans over the Chiefs, but Pat Mahomes, I don't think he's failed to you know throw for less than uh, 300 yards this season. Uh, the Texans won big last week against the Falcons, but they still gave up huge numbers to Matt Ryan. Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. I expect him to have huge numbers as well. So he's my number one guy. Uh, I'm also the next one I'm going is Kyler Murray versus the Falcons. Uh, similar quarterback, similar uh, style offense to the Texans. Um, that style offense just shredded the Falcons. I've, I've said before, the Falcons have no defense. I expect Kyler Murray to have another big game. Uh, number three, Deshaun Watson against the Chiefs. Chiefs pass defense is okay, um, but Deshaun Watson looked unstoppable last week against uh, against Atlanta. I'm expecting him to have another big game. Uh, Tom Brady versus the Giants. Uh, we've talked about the Giants' defensive issues this year. Tom Brady's Tom Brady. He's one of the greatest of all time, having a great season right now. I expect him to have a big game against the Giants. And then my last one, uh, I expect Lamar Jackson to get back on track against the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, he's been he's he's slowed down the last few weeks, but the Bengals we've discussed week after week they have a a bad defense bad pass defense uh they give up a lot of fantasy points i expect lamar jackson to probably score at least 30 fantasy points this week yeah i like that list we're we're pretty right on i actually have your boy dak prescott up there going against the jets defense i mean we've seen it all year the jets are really bad dak prescott even when he had a bad game last week he still threw for a crazy amount of yardage I expect him to kind of get back on track, and I expect them to to go off against the Jets. So I got Dak Prescott up there. The other guy I got is Russell Wilson against Cleveland. Um, it, you know, Cleveland has a really good defense, but you've seen in the last couple of weeks they they get torched. I mean, the the 49ers just ran whatever they wanted against Cleveland. So uh, Russell Wilson's quietly having a really good season. So I would just add those two guys in the mix. All right, so that's the two I would add. Do you got anyone you want to stay away from? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Carson Wentz against the Vikings defense. Uh, the Vikings as a team have struggled this year uh, on the offensive side of the ball, but their defense has still played extremely well this year. Uh, we've discussed in the past few weeks that uh, Carson Wentz hasn't put up bad numbers, but he hasn't put up great numbers. Um, and now he's going against what I think is an elite defense. So I expect him to have an off week. Uh, I expect the Vikings to win that game as well. So I'm, I'm going uh, Carson Wentz against the Vikings. All right, perfect. All right, let's cover our top running backs here. I've got my top five list here. Um, at the top, I think until further notice, I'm going to keep Christian McCaffrey up there. Uh, the guy just gets so many touches. We saw in the last game, three touchdowns in total, over 200 yards, 25 uh, touches on the ball. Going against Tampa Bay, they really have a good defense, and Tampa Bay shut McCaffrey down earlier in the season, but I just I don't want to bet against McCaffrey at this point in the season. Um, number two, 
I've got Ezekiel Elliott against New York Jets. Kind of like I said about Dak Prescott. I think Ezekiel Elliott has a, a really good bounce back game and just annihilates the Jets. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if the entire offense runs through Ezekiel Elliott this week. So I'm expecting him to have a big week. Um, the other one's Dalvin Cook against the Eagles. I know the Eagles defense has been stepping up, but we've seen it kind of like Christian McCaffrey week after week. Dalvin Cook gets touches, and that's the in a PPR league. And you know whether it's PPR or standard scoring, he's good for you because he's going to get 25 touches in a game. So expect him to have a big game. Um, I like Leonard Fournette against the Saints. The Saints have a great defense, but over the last few weeks, we've seen Leonard Fournette really. Uh, rebound back. He had a really slow start to the season, and now he's running hard. So I expect him to have a big game. Um, you know, this one's kind of tough, but I actually like Carlos Hyde against the Chiefs. He's not the the flashiest runner, but the Chiefs' defense is historically bad against the run. So uh, I don't think they've allowed less than 100 yards and a touchdown to any running back this year. I wouldn't expect it to be any different. So I'm going to I'm gonna sneak Carlos Hyde into the top five for the first time this year. Uh, our, our, our list right there are actually pretty similar. I got a couple guys that you do not. Uh, I'm going Chris Carson of the Seahawks going against the Browns. Uh, we just saw what Matt Breda and Tevin Coleman did against the Browns on Monday Night Football. Uh, we also saw what Carson did against the the Los Angeles Rams. So I expect Chris Carson to have another huge game this week. Uh, and then I'm also going carry on Johnson, uh, Lions running back going against the Packers. I've talked about all season. The Packers they have a great defense, but their weakness is the run game. Uh, it didn't show last week against the Cowboys because they just fell behind so early that Zeke didn't get the touches. But if you look at his touches, he still averaged, I think, 5.2 yards per carry. Uh, against the Packers, I expect Carryon Johnson to get more touches than he did last week. So, um, I'm I'm thinking Carryon Johnson has a big game against the Packers. Awesome, yeah. And, and a couple of them I want to stay away from in this this time is Todd Gurley against the 49ers. A lot of people have him projected in the top ten this week, but we've seen it. He's he's just not getting more than 10, 15 carries a game. And as we've seen, that 49ers defense is legit this year with with Nick Bosa and company. So. Um, you know, he's probably a solid play, but I would not start him as an RB one this week. And then the other one I was looking at is Philip Lindsay against the Titans. Um, I know Philip Lindsay kind of had a good game last week. The Broncos started running the football more, but this Titans defense is a little bit underrated and I expect them to have a big game and shut down Philip Lindsay. And, and I had, uh, Todd Gurley on my don't start list, or at least don't start at RB one list. Uh, my number one don't start this week is Devontae Freeman of the Falcons. As I've talked about week after week, uh, he's just not going to get the touches because Dan Quinn's not going to run the ball. Uh, so despite being a number one running back, fantasy-wise, don't start him, don't play him. Uh, I mean, he's he's a bi-week option at best. So uh, stay away from Devontae Freeman. Couldn't agree more. All right, who are your top five wide receivers? All right, uh, number one, uh, I'm going Cooper Cup against the 49ers. I know we we have talked about the 49ers. They have a legit defense, but the Rams are throwing the ball 50 times a game. 
and a majority of those throws are going to Cooper Cup. So um, even though I think he's going to have to work for it, he's going to get the targets, he's going to get the opportunity. Uh, and in a PPR league, that's that's always significant for a wide receiver. So um, he may not put up necessarily huge numbers, but I could I could easily see him getting eight, nine catches and you know being right around that 100-yard mark with a touchdown. So in a PPR league, that's going to be a solid day. Uh, I'm also looking at Chris Godwin from uh, Tampa Bay going against the Panthers. Uh, he's been Jameis Winston's number one target this year. Uh, Jameis Winston, again, I think he's having a phenomenal year. Uh, I think Chris Godwin's having a great year. And uh, they did, you know, they the, the one team that's really stumped the Panthers this year um, was, was the Pan or was the Buccaneers. So I expect uh, Godwin to have another big game. Uh, also looking at Amari Cooper versus the Jets. You talked about earlier. Uh, Dak Prescott having a, a bounce back game this week. And, you know, despite even having a bad game, he still put up huge numbers where most of those huge numbers were to Amari Cooper. He had 226 yards and two touchdowns this past week against the Packers on, I think, 11 receptions. Uh, I expect him to have another big game against a, a subpar defense. Um, I've also got Keenan Allen of the Chargers going against the Steelers. I, I think the Chargers, I, I've said before, I think this is the week they get going. Uh, I think this is the week Philip Rivers really gets going. They're going to, I think they're going to run the ball better, set up the play action pass, and that's going to set up some downfield opportunities for Keenan Allen. My number five receiver, I've got Tyler Lockett against the Browns. Um, again, the Browns defense has kind of been exposed a little bit. Uh, I think the, the uh, Seahawks are going to be able to run the ball, set up the play action. Uh, and Tyler Lockett has, has been one of the best receivers in, in fantasy football all season this year. He's a top 10 receiver, um, really hasn't had a, a weak game this year. So I expect him to have another, you know, solid to good game this week. So um, definitely look out for him. Yeah. A couple I'm going to look out for, uh, one's Adam Thielen, <clears throat> you know, he had a, he complained a little bit. They fed him, uh, kind of the squeaky wheel gets the grease situation going on. I expect him to kind of bounce back, not not bounce back, but continue what he did last week. Uh, I think they're going to feed it to him, force feed it, um, and I expect him to have a solid game. The other one, and this is, I want I want you guys to keep your eye on this guy. It's Tyreek Hill. Um, all all signs are pointing to him coming back this week, and also all signs are pointing to it being a complete shootout with Houston and Kansas City. So, if he does come back, he's a legit wide receiver one really in my top five or six. So keep an eye on him, and it really depends on his availability. All right, a couple to stay away from. I, this one is kind of interesting to me. Um, I've got Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, you know, the Browns are really hit or miss this year, and Odell Beckham is is just there with them. So when you're going against the Seahawks defense, that's pretty strong. I think that they're going to get a lot of pressure on Baker Mayfield. I think he's going to struggle. So I would look out for Odell Beckham. Who do you got? I've got Juju Smith-Schuster, actually, because we, we don't really know who's going to be starting at quarterback. I'm not expecting uh, Mason Rudolph to be there, um, and and the passing game was already affected by that. I think Mason Rudolph had been doing a solid job, um, but now you're taking a step down. You're taking a big step down from Mason Rudolph, um, and, and so I, just, I don't think he's opportunities and if he does i don't think they're going to be anything significant i think they're going to be uh under 10 yard passes which are you know it's going to make it hard to to uh rack up any significant fantasy points honestly like that so uh stay away from juju absolutely all right so let's take a look at our top five tight ends here um 
I'm actually going to change it up. I'm not going Travis Kelsey number one this week, although I think he has a big week. But I'm going to go Austin Hooper for Atlanta Falcons. Um, he's been having quietly a really good year this year, and he's going against the Arizona Cardinals, who give up the absolute most points to fantasy tight ends. I expect Austin Hooper to have a huge day, and uh, it wouldn't surprise me if he got in the end zone a couple times. So keep an eye out for him. I do have Travis Kelsey coming in second, going against Houston. Like I said earlier, it's going to be a shootout between Mahomes and Watson. And Kelsey is still, even though he had a down week, he's still a favorite of Pat Mahomes to throw to, especially on third down. So I expect him to keep going. Um, George Kittle, he kind of had a coming out party this week. He, he came out, had a big game against the Browns. Now they're going against the Rams, who have just been hemorrhaging points the last few weeks. So I expect uh, Kittle to have a big day. Um, I got Mark Andrews at number four um, going against Cincinnati Bengals. We've seen the Cincinnati defense just is worthless at this point. And Mark Andrews is one of the top tight ends when he's healthy. So um, he's a little dinged up, but he is probable to play, and I expect him to start. So if you've got him, start him. Um, and then the last one to me is Will Disley for the Seahawks. He's They're starting to build a, an offense around Will Disley. He started as kind of a sleeper pick a couple episodes ago. He was a waiver wire pickup we were talking about. Now he's a legit, if you have him, you need to start him. So uh, that's my top five. Who you got? Uh, I mean, I, I had everyone you had on the list except for one guy. I'm looking at Jason Witten, actually. Uh, not that I think to put up a ton of catches and a and a ton of yards, but he he's going to be a huge red zone option. Uh, for Dak Prescott, uh, the Jets are going to be missing C.J. Mosley on defense. Uh, the safeties are going to be focused on the receivers on the outside, so I could see uh, Jason Witten slipping up the middle there and uh, grabbing some touchdown catches. Uh, so I, I, I think he's going to have a, a, a good game, honestly. Yeah, and one to stay away from for me, obviously, I continue the trend. I said it last week, is O.J. Howard. Um, the, the Bucks keep on putting up huge points. Yeah, O.J. Howard is nowhere to be found. Um, I'm one of the fantasy owners who's absolutely burned by him, haven't recovered yet. Um, so he's really my number one guy to stay away from. My number two guy, I've got Jared Cook for the Saints. He, he really hasn't got much going this year, and I don't expect him to get much going this week either. So I'd stay away from those two. And I've got uh, really the only one I'm uh, I'm saying stay away for sure, I think, is Jimmy Graham. Um kind of expected big things from him this year going, you know, in that Packers offense, we thought it was going to be a little more uh, high flying with, with uh, LaFleur coming in, but they've really, really based everything off the run. Um, and then the, those short to intermediate passes on the outside and Jimmy Graham really hasn't done much this year. I think he even had one game. He didn't have a single catch in. Uh, and then the games where he does get involved, it seems like it's one or two catches on two or three targets throughout the entire game. So, um, just really hasn't, hasn't been utilized this year. I don't know if it's just him not getting open or, or Aaron Rodgers just not really looking his way, but, um, he's got a tough matchup against the lions this week. I don't really see him breaking that trend at all. So, um, stay away from Jimmy Graham. I yeah, couldn't agree more. So let's go over quickly a couple of defenses to look out for. Obviously, this week, you know, we have been saying whoever's going against the Miami Dolphins is your number one defense, but this week it's the Washington Redskins who are equally as bad. So um, they're still up there in the top five. But to me, the number one is New England Patriots going against the Giants. Um, like you said earlier in the episode, they don't have anyone to throw to. Uh, you know, Ingram's out. Um, Saquon Barkley's out. 
Sterling Shepard's out. They've got Golden Tate back, but hes I don't think he's fully back in the groove of things yet. I just don't think that they're going to have anyone to throw it to. So New England's been the number one fantasy defense all year. I think they continue that trend. Who do you got? Uh, I got a couple of them. I'm going the Vikings against the Eagles. Uh, I think it's a bad matchup off, uh, offensively for the Eagles. Uh, you know, their number one target, Zach Ertz, is going to be going against Harrison Smith on defense. Smith's one of the best safeties in, in all of football that can easily handle Zach Ertz. Uh, I, I think uh, Carson Wentz is going to have a rough day. Uh, and then that front seven is, is great at stopping the run. So I think they're going to have any, I think they're going to have trouble getting anything going with Jordan Howard. Um, and then my number two to lower is the Dallas Cowboys. They've had a couple rough weeks back to back, but now they're going against the Jets. The Jets are getting Sam Darnold back, but it's only his second game of the year. I think he's going to be rusty. Uh, the Cowboys are, are going to be physical with those uh, receivers on the outside. Uh, I expect uh, Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith to be ready to go to shut down uh, Le'Veon Bell, and if they're able to do that, it's going to make for a long day for that Jets offense. I'll tell you another one to look out for. If they're, if they're on their waiver wire, some people have them already on their team, but the Los Angeles Chargers this week going against Pittsburgh. Um, Devlin Hodges sounds like he's going to be starting at quarterback for Pittsburgh, and if you're asking who that is, that's a good question. Um, and that's, to me, why one of the, the Chargers are one of the more intriguing ones to start this week. I mean, James Conner's been dinged up almost every game. Not great. Juju's had a, a down year, and now they're on their third-string quarterback. So even though the Chargers have a lot of injuries, I still expect the Chargers put up a big week. Any defenses to stay away from? I mean, a lot of these, I'm thinking maybe like the Packers defense. The Lions team is is an underrated team. I know that uh, the, the Packers defense has been really good at shutting down some good teams, but... Matt Stafford's just having a really good season so far. So I would kind of shy away from the Packers defense. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think I actually picked the Lions to win that one. Um, I'm looking at the Browns defense going again. It's they've got they've got talent on the defense and that they're a bad defense, but they're not they're not playing well right now. And they just got shredded by the 49ers. I think the Seahawks are a better offense than the 49ers. Uh, so I, I, again, I think it's, it's a bad matchup um, at a bad time for the Browns. So uh, I think that's a defense to definitely stay away from. Absolutely. So that kind of wraps up our projections. Um, this is kind of that weird time of the year when bye weeks are starting to happen. The waiver wire is getting pretty thin. Um, I don't really have too many standout guys, but I'll, I'll just point out the same thing I say every week. And that's don't, you know, start your defense just because they've been your defense all year. Look at their matchup. And if it's not great, move on from them. I mean, if you've got a stud defense and they have a bad matchup this week, let them go. Cause that could easily be a 10 point swing. Same thing with your kicker. Um, if your kicker sitting there and he's like the 25th best kicker, you're going to find way better kickers on the waiver wire. So just keep your eyes open for that. Um, do you have any waiver wire suggestions this week? Uh, not, I mean, not necessarily, not necessarily any players to look out for, but like just kind of continue on what you said, just, you know, look at your matchups, base your lineup off your matchups, not off, not off your players necessarily. Um, you know, this past week I had, uh, in one league, I had Aaron Rodgers and Kyler Murray as my two matchups or as my two quarterbacks. And, and, uh, you know, the, the obvious sign, you know, the obvious start would be Aaron Rodgers, but Kyler Murray was going against the Bengals, bad defense. Uh, you know, no doubt that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback, but for that particular week, Kyler Murray was the better fantasy option. Uh, so just those kind of things, you know, don't let your emotions get in the way of it. Don't, you know, 
Don't let your emotions get in the way of it. Don't let laziness get in the way of it. Just kind of stay active, look at your matchups and uh, base everything off of that, honestly. Yeah. And if you're, if you're in a really bad pinch and you've got some bye weeks and some injuries uh, and you're in a PPR league, you know, say, look for somebody who's just going to get targets. We don't even care if they get in the end zone. Cause if you get a guy that gets, you know, maybe six catches for 40 yards, that's still good for 10 points. It may not be flashy on the scoreboard, but it could be better than a guy who is dependent on the big plays. Uh, when I think of that, I think of a guy, um, he's been great this year, but maybe last year, like a John Ross, he was really dependent on getting the big play hit to get a solid fantasy game. So um, I would take, if you're looking for kind of the, we like to call them the scrub pickups, you're just looking for somebody to fill a roster spot while you're on a bye week. Look for somebody who's getting a volume of either if it's a running back, getting a lot of carries, even if he's not productive, or a running back uh, that's a uh, pass-catching back. And then at the wide receiver spot, just look at a guy who's going to get some targets, not a guy who's good for one or two a game. So that's just some advice. I don't really have too many fantasy uh, sleepers or pickups this week, but that's kind of just the advice we'll leave you with. All right. I think that wraps up our fantasy episode. Do you got anything else to add, Mike? Uh, I mean, if, if you like the episode, we say it every week. If you like the episode, check us out on gridironauthority.com. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, and then also anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud, any of that stuff. Uh, check us out on there. Give us a like, give us a follow, and leave us some comments. Let us know what you think of the show or, ha- or any questions that you have for us. So uh, that's all I got. Yeah, we love to hear your questions. So send us send us some comments asking us, you know, start versus sit. If a trade's worth it, we'll give you our best advice. May not be the right advice, but we'll give you what we think is best and let you go from there. So uh, stay tuned. <laughs>